I didn't ask to be photographed. What did you say? Your face was asking. That's why I took the photo. Welcome to the Sega Nerdcast 4. I'm Chris, the editor of Sega Nerds, and I have with me Graham, the associate editor. What's up, buddy? Hey, dude. How's things? It's going good. good. I want to tell everyone that we have a really awesome, awesome show for you today. Uh, we're going to continue on about our talk about uh, the, the Knights uh, rumor uh, on the Nintendo Wii. We have a little bit um, new developments in that area that we can talk about and you probably haven't heard anywhere else uh we'll talk about our alien syndrome psp versus Wii controversy that um you know that we stirred up we created quite a bit of shit with that around the internet uh, we'll chat about the the sega 5 um the five sega games sega released last week um we'll also talk a little bit about um if sega was the cream of the ps3 european launch and uh, we'll go with a little bit about what we've been playing this week, and we'll unveil the Sega PC Contest winner. That sounds like yes. a pretty damn exciting show, doesn't it, Graham? I'm thrilled. <laughs> Are you? You should be. I am. I, oh, as, I am. <laughs> as I think most people should be as well. Um, first scared. of all, before we get into the meat of the show, Graham, I want to know how your work, um, how, your, how your week's been going. Um, last week, you told us about... Um, that things weren't going too good at work. Um, <laughs> give us an update. We're all excited to hear about it. All right. Um, in case you didn't hear last week, uh, basically uh, I was brought into the my supervisor's office and he like sat me down and uh, <laughs> he basically said, "Look, look, you're not doing very well right now. You're under review because I've um, my um, my direct supervisor above me. She was off ill." And I have to take over her. Uh, I'm like sort of a part-time team leader for that person, but right. I get judged on the work I normally do, which is um, processing money. So um, even though I'm like, doing all this team leader stuff, they um, basically are still judging how well I was doing for the processing. But because I was doing like two or three jobs at a time, obviously my processing skills went down a bit. So right. um, yeah, I was put under review, and they brought someone else in to like watch me basically and see how I was doing. Well, and you're you're actually under review quite a bit on Sega Nerds as well, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Damn you! <laughs> well, <Continue. laughs> uh, thank you. Um, basically, good news this week. Um, good news. <laughs> good news. You're not fired, or you, you maybe you quit? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh. Um, the exact opposite of what happened last week has happened this week. Basically, I brought my managed to. Um, you started actually working. I was I started working a bit harder. And, well, the thing is, when I'm doing my team leader stuff, I have to write down like whenever I'm not doing sitting at my desk, like doing the money side of things. Okay. I have to actually write that down when I'm not doing that. And I basically hadn't been keeping a good tally of the um, hours and minutes I've been away from my desk. Right. Which is why my processing looked really bad. But as soon as I started writing it all down, my processing went straight back up again. And isn't that amazing? Edit. Oh, obviously, yeah. <laughs> and because my supervisor has been so ill lately, she actually um, she could have glandular fever. And, what? Um, wait, wait, like, wait, wait. What, what is that? You don't know what glandular fever is? I it? have no idea what glandular fever is. <laughs> That's like a, it has to be some kind of European only disease, it, like kind of <laughs> like the bubonic plague or AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> Cancer. I know. I know that came from Europe, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> as far as I'm aware, you can get it pretty much anywhere in the world. Uh, 
<laughs> it's um. Do, do you not actually not know what it is? Is it there? It is at all. I would assume it has something to do with your glands. You, you'd be right in that assumption. Yeah. Okay. Uh, basically, it's and it gives you um, a fever. <laughs> yeah, I um, I'm not entirely sure what it is when so you. So you don't even know completely. Hey, uh, I, I, well, call him the younger, kettle black, actually, there, buddy. Hey, dude, <laughs> shh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, when I, actually, when I was younger, I had a mild case of glandular fever myself. Oh, and basically, really? just, but for me, all that happened was my glands in my throat and my stomach like were swelling up. Mm-hmm. And so, I, basically, my my neck was like a lot bigger and really painful. And also, my stomach was really painful because okay. uh, the glands inside there were really swollen. And I was also really run down. I was like really tired all the time, and it was pretty bad. But because I had a mild case, it wasn't actually so bad in the long run. Apparently, um, with glandular fever, it can actually keep coming back if you've got a serious case of it. Ah. So you can actually like, you you can keep coming back to you and stuff. And um, so it looks like my um, supervisor just above me could actually um, be off for a little while. Like uh, she's she's actually back this week, but it looks like she could be off in the future. And so they basically said to me, "You could be up for promotion." So basically, <laughs> the, her, her sickness is working out pretty damn well for you then. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. Wait. First of all, tell me that you're not a little happy that she's sick. Well, a um, little bit. Uh, I, I guess I am. We're, we're oh, not. We're you're not such a bad friends, person. If <laughs> 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 she was a really good friend of mine, I'd be a bit worried. But uh, we're not that great friends. We just know each other through work. Yeah, and, uh, she doesn't need to. Look. Screw her. Right. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I want a job. <laughs> you want to be a so, team yeah. leader. <laughs> Basically, from going from um, being almost being demoted, I'm, I could almost be promoted, which uh, I think is pretty good. That's uh, that takes talent. Well I, I, I'm yeah. impressed. Now, yeah, if you start right. showing <laughs> some of that talent around the on the side, I'll, I'll be even more impressed. Uh, oh, well, then. <laughs> so is <laughs> okay. So now we know that um, you know your career is back on the upswing. You're climbing the corporate ladder again. Uh, what else yeah. has been going on? Um. To tell you the truth, not a huge amount. Um, <laughs> no, nothing really. No, uh, I did. I, I did watch a couple of good DVDs the other day, but uh, you probably don't want to hear about that. <laughs> what What movies? Um, one of them is my one of my all time favorite um, comedies from like back in the eighties. It's Blazing Saddles. Good movie. Good movie. Fantastic movie. God. We're out of white women. And also, there's another one which you might have seen or you might not have. It's a Robin Williams film, um, One Hour Photo. Yes, I have seen that. It's a good movie. Do, do you like it? You thought it was good? Yeah, I like it. Um, yeah. Robin Williams is really damn creepy in that movie. Yeah. I, I wasn't used to seeing him like that. You know, uh, I'm, I'm always used to much. him being the, you know, the, like the, the, the cool uncle type of character that you'd always love to, you know, let your kids baby, you know, have him babysit your kids. <laughs> and that movie yeah. just turned my world upside down. No. I yeah. don't trust anyone to to watch my kids anymore. <laughs> um, uh, okay, sounds so like you had a pretty good week, though. Um, I'm happy yeah, for you. Yeah. Um, ho- I'm Thank glad you. you're not going to get fired anymore. Um, good. I probably well, we'll did the most disgusting to. thing over the last two days that I've ever done, aside from that weekend in Mexico with my cousin. <laughs> what? what? How are <laughs> no. Uh, basically, in, in Guam, as, as you you know probably don't know, but if you thought about it a little bit, you might, you know, um, think about it. We're in, you know we're in a tropical climate, so that we have a lot of humidity and a lot of moisture in the air. Well, when you have you know sidewalks and concrete everywhere, there's a lot of you know just gunk that gets built up over time on your sidewalk. So there can be concrete laid down and it's nice and clean, 
and like six months later it's almost completely black just from mold and just all kinds Ooh. of gunk um, starting to grow on it and it becomes kind of hazardous because it gets kind of slick so especially when it starts raining outside it gets really slick and people can actually slip and fall on it and you know get hurt yeah um so we have to clean those off you know at, at our house on base and what we use are these pressure washers that basically just shoot like really high powered streams of water onto it and you just have to clean it off and i had to do that outside you know in my front and back patio and in my air conditioner um you know area and i literally was covered with moss and grass and bits of animal pieces all over me <laughs> yeah because i mean there's animals all there's frogs and like geckos and stuff all around there <laughs> and when you're spraying these things just kind of get like they explode you know on contact um but <laughs> i literally had crap like all over me i looked like the oh, swamp thing nice. coming back in and i just oh it was so gross <laughs> did um, you cry <laughs> so but the good thing is my patios are clean now my sidewalks oh, well, are, are clean again um so that was uh so, so, that was basically how so my no old lady slipping over then. Yeah, my my family's now safe from slip slipping, but oh, I have I've pretty much it. decimated the uh the um gecko population on Guam, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no more geckos on Guam now, thanks to me and my pressure washer. Um <laughs> good oh, stuff. So okay, we all had a good week. Uh, enough of that. I think you heard enough about um, you know, Chris and Graham. Now we're going to go into some Sega news. Um, the first okay. bit of Sega news that we have is the the uh, I'm sure you're all aware of the the Knights rumor that the official Nintendo magazine printed uh, last week or the week before, and that we we talked quite a bit about in last week's Nerdcast. Well, this week we have a little bit new developments, like I said earlier. Um, and the first up is Spung.com has confirmed that Knights is in development, and this happened shortly after we actually um, published last week's Nerdcast. Um, so we weren't able to talk too much about it, but I think on Monday or Tuesday is when that came out. Um, what what do you make of that? I know Spung hasn't been the the model for um, you know uh, reliability in, in you know video game journalism um, throughout their history, but do you think this has any meat to it, Graham? Um, I honestly have no idea. I know they tried. I know they put up like confirmations on rumors before, and it turned out crap. Um, yeah. Based, yeah, um, I'm not sure Spong could be the... Uh, is that how you pronounce it, Spong? I think it's Spadong. Sorry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know. I think <laughs> I, I don't know if it's Sponge or Spong. I, I want to say it's Spong. Yeah. And it makes me really yeah. mad, too. I, I want to say that, that they pronounce it so <laughs> stupidly. God damn it. Bastards. Um, yeah, I, I, I know... I, I know they do some good stuff, but as far as I'm aware, they're not the most credible site on the net. And the mm -hmm. fact that they're the, they seem to be the only site around, really, that's um, gone out and said we're we're confirming nights, <laughs> uh, it seems a bit weird. If like IGN and GamePro and people like that started doing it as well, then it'd be right. a bit more believable. But from, you know. from their article, it seems like they just kind of called up someone at Sega and just like, "Hey, you guys, uh, you know, you guys developing nights? Oh yeah, we are. Okay, cool. Thanks. Talk to you later." <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, they didn't really give a lot more information other than that. Um, yeah. So Spong saying that they've confirmed nights, and there's a couple other um, things that came about. Um, Yuji Naka has said um, officially that he's not going to develop the title, but this is actually um, something that we've known quite a quite a while now 
Nathan, one yeah. of the um, you know staff writers on the site, and you heard him last week on on the Nerdcast. He wrote an article um, about Yuji Naka saying weeks ago that Prope, his new company, isn't going to be developing any old games; that they're going to be only doing new games. So I don't really understand what the big deal is over him saying that he's not going to develop Knights. I think you know if well, we I guess if we listened to what he said in the beginning, we would have known he wasn't going to develop anything. Yeah. So I guess people were hoping he works. He's like one of the main names behind the original True. Knights. So. But, uh, I guess it's kind of yeah, like Yuji, not, or I'm sorry, Miyamoto not um, having anything, um, not having a hand or, or say in a Mario Brothers game, yeah, or Zelda yeah. or something. Um, what what do you make of that though? Do you think that's going to um, negatively impact uh, a, a Knights game though? Do you think? Well, um, really, he's the only one guy. He wasn't the. Uh, as far as I'm aware, in the team that actually originally made Knights, there's quite a lot of people. Right, of course. Who were like came up with the idea and everything so if if the most of the rest of the team is still there I think yeah. it's still come up I think with, I think he was more of like game. the visionary and kind of like the quality control kind of guy that kind of like right. how Miyamoto is you know he's the one that comes up yeah. with the ideas and he gets you know his little peons to actually do it you know what I mean so he he tells them what he wants yeah. and and so um I don't I don't know maybe they have a you know a, some young you know you know smart mind um, down in Sega that can come up with some good stuff for, for Knights. Yeah. So I think if they basically keep it to how the original was, they can't go wrong. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. And, and that's true. And that kind of leads us into the next bit of news that we have. Um, there's a uh, Knights fan site called KnightsIntheDreams.com. And again, Nathan, uh, he... Uh, apparently, they the, the fan site has has released some information uh, that they that they uh, have come across. Um, apparently they have some sources inside Sega and Nathan has been talking with some of their administrators on, on the site. And here's some of the things that Nathan's been able to pull from them that, they, that they're that they thinking is going to be in the next night's game. And let me go ahead and tell you what those are going to be. Okay. First off, they say that it's going to be a full sequel with all new characters. Um, they also said that there could be some old levels making a reappearance and that the game could actually be released later this year. Um, wow. what, do, what do you make of that, Graham? Um, well, in some ways, I think it's good that it's going to be a full, new, full mm-hmm. sequel. Um, although, for some people I know, they're going to be a bit dubious because I think Nathan points out last week that uh, he'd rather see just um, a remake of Knights, maybe with some better graphics or something, but the original game on release on like, the virtual console or something. Right. Rather than having a new sequel, because Sega might ruin mm-hmm. it. Because, like, like with the latest Sonic games, lots of people are saying they've ruined the whole franchise. Wait, are you talking about but, Sonic's um, not good anymore? No, well, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Good damn it. No, I hear you. <laughs> yeah, um, but if I'd be quite keen to see them make a new sequel. Um, I think if if it's coming for the Wii, which lots of people are saying it's going to be coming out for, I think it could be. Um, I think it could be quite interesting if it's a completely new game, and uh, but it being released later this year. I mean, if they managed if they if it's going to be released later this year, they've kept under wraps quite well, because uh, as far as I'm aware, it takes about three years for the average game to be made or something, right. doesn't it? So. And one of the things that they yeah. did say though, um, to further support the claim that the game could be released this year, is they said that there wasn't a whole lot of information released on the original nights before it was released. 
So mm, Sega yeah, was able to keep so. it under wraps pretty well before they released it. So maybe they're doing well, the same thing. Although I think with the original game, it's easier to keep under wraps simply because it's a completely new franchise. I mean, if if, if it was a Sonic game or something, then it would have been harder to keep under wraps. True. I think. Because Knights is now so, like... Um, it's got such a big cult following now, and people. Uh, love you know, it obviously, well. when there's a this a fan site dedicated to it, and they've been around for eleven years waiting on a sequel. I think <laughs> <laughs> poor people, you know, it's I, I, that's it's terrible. So I almost feel sorry for them in a way. Yeah, well, hey, it could all pay off, you know. That's true. Um, um so basically, yes. that's that's the uh, the new bit of news is so apparently. If you're going to believe a fan site um, on the internet, um, they're saying there's going to be a full sequel, all new characters, all levels will make a reappearance, and that the game could be released later this year. So you heard it here. That's what nightsinadreams.com is saying. It's still a rumor. You know, apparently they have sources inside Sega, so, uh, you know. Take it for what it's worth. You know, if you want to believe it, more power to you. But well, if you want to be skeptical, I I hope I hope it's all accurate. I hope it's yeah. Right you know, I hope it is too. I'd but I'd like to see it. Uh, it's just you know, you know, everyone's going to be skeptical. Yeah, and, you, you got to keep. I don't, you know. Yeah. I don't disagree with them. Don't don't so. take it for gold. It's, you know. Yeah. Next up. Okay. Is Moving our on. Alien Syndrome PSP versus Wii graphics battle? Oh, <laughs> now, Graham, this is sort of uh, quite a bit of shit around the internet. Um, can you go ahead? Can you kind of explain what happened this week? I was kind of the culprit behind it, um, but you, you kind of explain what happened. Yeah, well, sh- surely you sh- surely you should explain it if you, you're, you're the guy who <sighs> fine. Okay, happen. If you're gonna twist my arm. <laughs> Basically, what happened was Sega earlier last week. Sega released some new screens of Alien Syndrome, the new remake of their old arcade game. Uh, it's going to be released on the PSP and the Nintendo Wii. They released a bunch of screens and a video for the PSP version. Uh, I ended up posting up pretty much all the screens. uh, And while I was posting them, I started noticing that the PSP version and the Wii version actually looked pretty similar. And the more I started looking into it, the more I realized that uh, the, the Wii version didn't look very much better, graphically speaking. And that really kind of struck me because it was the first time I've really noticed something like that from the Nintendo Wii that it didn't look, you know, quite a bit better than a handheld version of a video game. Yeah. And that kind of, um, you know, it kind of, you know, like I said, it it struck me. So I I posted the screens up and it really, it kind of spread um, like wildfire across the blogging community, the video game blogging community. (laughs) And, uh, I have to say that I haven't seen the Nintendo fanboys come and attack us like they have. Um, That was kind of wild, wasn't (laughs) it? Oh my god, yeah. That was uh, one side I was looking at, they were like spitting at you and stuff. It's just, uh, they've thrown it all completely out of proportion, um, from what I can tell. Yeah. It's just crazy. Like, um, they were, when when they were insinuating that you'd um, enhance the images for the PSP version over the Wii (laughs) version and stuff. Apparently, some people think that uh, I actually went back in and made the PSP (laughs) images look better. um, Because I guess what happened was. IGN also posted the images up and theirs look a little bit more grainy than ours or pixelated and I, I don't necessarily know why um, but I, I'm going to say that I didn't do anything 
to the images. There's we have no preference uh, for the PSP or the Wii. You know, we all own we. I own both systems, um, and I want good games for I, both. I prefer of them. the Wii over the PSP myself. Yeah, so. but you know, and I really don't have a preference. One's a handheld, one's a fucking console system. You know, so. I obviously want the best games for each system. I bought them. I own them. You know, as a consumer, I want good games for both of them. I'm not yeah. gonna, you know, prefer one over the other. Um, yeah, and 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 for anyone who's like a bit dubious, like we're, we're a fan site for all consoles. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're we a Sega like specific. You know. Yeah, there there would be no point in us saying, "Oh, look, the Wii, the PSP version's better and enhancing the graphics." Right. There's actually no point in us doing that. Right. So, so yeah, I thought that was kind of silly um, <laughs> that they yeah. did that. Uh, yeah, like you actually posted in one of your um, in one of your articles that you thought the Wii version was pushing more polygons. Right. Stuff. Yeah. No, I I did say. So you weren't saying it's all originally. Bad. Yeah, I did say that. Um, I did say that the Wii version definitely has more polygons in it, and you can tell by that. But I thought the the PSP version, the the textures just looked a little bit more crisp, uh, and they just looked a little bit better. And I thought thought the Wii version. Uh, the textures were a little bit more muddier, just a little bit more bland um, than the, P ver the PSP version. Um, but I s even said in the original article that there's still plenty of time for the developer to, you know, to do some more stuff with the Wii version, and uh, that's probably not yeah. going to, you know, it's, it's probably not indicative of what we can see in the final version. And that's what IGN said as well in their uh, preview of the game. I didn't end up reading that at all, but I, I read that in some of the other blogs that IGN said that the, the graphics weren't finished for the Wii version. And I said that that you know that I didn't think they were either. So I don't understand why we were getting so upset. Another thing I do want to point blame the developers, damn it. Yeah, th that's the thing though. Th that it, it's more. I think it, it, this is more on the developer than it is the hardware for the PSP or the Wii. Obviously, we've seen Sonic and the Secret Rings. We've seen what it can do. It looks amazing for a Wii title. Yeah. Obviously, the PSP will not ever be able to put up anything close to Sonic and the Secret Rings, graphically speaking. I think right now it's just on Totally Games, who's the developer of Alien Syndrome. It's not Sega. Sega's not developing the game. It's Totally Games. Um, they're a totally different developer. Sega's entrusting the game into them. Um, so I think it's more on them right now um, than it, you know, than it is for the, you know, the hardware for the PSP or the Wii. Yeah. And so I think it it, it might have been a little bit too early, maybe for Sega to put out some of those screens for the Wii, at least if it's you know if it's not going to be up to par to the other games. Um, but you know, um, and another thing that someone said though is that they thought that the reason why the games look so similar is because they're using the same engine that the engine was developed for the PSP in mind and the Wii version secondly um, but the thing I, I disagree with that though is that there's no reason just because a game's running the same engine it doesn't mean that the textures or the resolution or the graphics are going to be the same there's no reason for that I mean Twisted Metal Black and War of the Monsters had the same engine did you know that Graham? Uh, no, yeah, no. they have this exact same engine um, and with probably a few minor tweaks, but basically they ran the same engine, and they're two totally different games. Swiss Metal Black, of course, is a car combat game, and War of the Monsters is a fucking huge-ass monster fighting game. Um, but, uh, you know, those games are two totally separate games, you know, genres. Um, so 
just because you're running the same engine doesn't necessarily mean the games are going to look exactly the same. So um, I thought that that argument was kind of silly from that perspective. Yeah. Um, oh, I just, so I, I'm just like I'm just I'm actually just kind of mad at the people who um, were insinuating that we were like doctoring images yeah. and stuff. Oh, there was a couple of sites that you know that did you know. It, it it started off as some of the users and some of the commenters talking about it, and then a couple of sites actually started posting up that they thought that we doctored the images. And I uh, I went and actually talked to a couple of the administrators and the editors of those sites, and explained to them that you know we're not in it to you know doctor images or sensationalize anything. That's not what that's not what the, that post was about originally. I wasn't no. trying to to make it a PSP versus we. I, I was merely. Uh, I made an observation that I thought the games looked similar, and and that was pretty much it. I, I wasn't trying to make it yeah. out to be the PSP is you know more powerful or equally powerful to the Wii. That's not what I was trying to make it out to be. Um, but you know, I, I appreciate a couple of the uh, the guys that they ended up um, you know taking down their accusations against us um, to those people who did that. I appreciate that, and thank you uh, for being uh, responsible and being. Yeah. Uh, being good, good fellows about that. So that's what happened with the Alien Syndrome graphics battle. Um, it's kind of silly. Kind of got out of hand a little bit. But yeah. so <laughs> moving on from that <laughs> though, um, Sega had a pretty big week last week. They released five titles. Um, those titles being Shining Force Exa for the PS2, uh, Full Auto 2 Battle Lines, and Afterburner Black Falcon for the PSP. And Virtua Tennis 3 and Armor Core 4 for the Xbox 360 and the PS3. Uh, now, Graham, uh, what do you make of that? That's five games all released in, in a week. What do you think about those games? That's pretty in- That's pretty intense. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, we were talking about, um, I think it was in the first um, podcast, Nerdcast, that uh, we were saying that they're going to release like three or four games in one month, and now they're like releasing like five in one week. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, it's good. It's good. It's good for. Um, the, the console owners because uh, it's spread over all the different consoles isn't that's it what's, yeah that's what's or, important too is it, it seems like Sega did a good job of of kind of spreading themselves out they didn't release everything on one system um, so hopefully none of their games are going to get bottlenecked and you know in consumer demand uh, and I thought it was kind of interesting to see them still supporting the PS2 which was good and I think a smart move by Sega because it just doesn't seem like um, you know, the PS3 is fully capable of supporting an exclusive game right now worldwide. Um, so I think that was kind of a smart move on their part. But uh, I might have to say something about that later. But uh, <laughs> carry on. Um, sure thing. Uh, what I did though is I went down and did a little bit of research on Metacritic.com for each of these games, and I wanted to give you the average review score for each of these games, and I also took. Um, one of the reviews out and, and just uh, I'll give you a small snippet of what they said first off though Shining Force Exa on the PS2 it currently has a 66 average on Metacritic.com now GamePro they scored it a 70 and this is what they said about it they said Exa doesn't do much to further the legacy of the series but at least it doesn't critically damage it either now Sega sent me a review copy of Shining Force Exa and I gotta say that I I think that the game is definitely better than a 66 right now. Um, yeah, there, I'm having a lot of fun with it. It's the first RPG I've played in a while. 
uh, I can't really remember what the last RPG or traditional RPG I played was. Probably the last RPG I played was Oblivion. Um, but this isn't your traditional RPG either. It's more of a an a, a real time action RPG where you control all your characters or your main character, and it's all real time. It's kind of like a beat 'em up RPG, and it's a lot of fun. Right, okay. Um, don't, there's a couple of gripes that I have, and they're they're kind of minor. Um, the biggest one though is that you can't control the camera during the battle uh, while you're running around and during the game or early on when I was playing it I kept wanting to rotate the camera and I just couldn't do it and it was kind of frustrating in some instances because I was fighting a character that was off screen and I really couldn't see what was going on Um, and it got kind of frustrating a little bit but you kind of get used to it Um, and it's not a huge complaint but it would have been nice to be able to rotate the camera definitely Uh, another thing (laughs) is that uh, I actually um, I actually picked up on this in some of the videos that Sega released for Shining Force Exa. During the cutscenes, the good thing is that throughout the entire game, all the cutscenes have real voice acting in it, and that's good. And the voice acting is pretty decent too. But when one character finishes a you know a section or a video piece, and it goes to to whatever they're going to talk to next, and you have to hit the X button. It takes about a second or two before the next audio file loads and they start talking again. So it kind of uh, yeah. uh, makes the the conversation a little disjointed and it doesn't flow very well. Um, so you're kind of just kind of waiting on the text or the, uh, the, the audio files to load. And it, it just yeah. kind of is a little awkward. Um, but overall, I'm, I'm about six hours into the game right now, so I don't want to give my, my full thoughts on it yet. I don't think I've played it enough. Uh, but later on this week, I'll be posting my full review on the game. Is it a long game? Or I'm sorry? Do you know if it's a long game? Is it, is it meant to be a long game? Um, I've heard that it is a pretty long game, which is good. I, I don't know the necessary, the, the average uh, you know gameplay time. But I heard it is a pretty decently long RPG. I've, I've already put, like I said, I've put like five to six hours in to it already. And I feel like I'm still scratching the surface of the game. Um, I've, I, you know... Comparing that to some of the other games that I've played recently, like God of War, or I'm sorry, uh, Gears of War, I had already beaten it in six hours. So yeah. this game's definitely giving me a lot more um, gameplay time and just a lot more um, story. Um, so I think I'm going to have a, a pretty good time with this game. I think it's pretty good. Great. Um, how has it? How, what's it like compared to like Shining Force Three and stuff? That's a good question, and it's a question I can't answer because I've never played Shining Force 3. Oh. <laughs> the, the one thing, though, I do want to say is, I, you know, even though I'm having fun with it, I'm still kind of disappointed that Sega has gone away from the turn-based strategy RPG. From, you know, the first... Yeah. It, I mean, it made the franchise. That's what the yeah. Shining Force series was known for, and I'm I'm almost kind of bitter that they've gone away from it. I've almost, I almost wish that they would have come up with an entirely new franchise to do what they're doing with now. Um, to, and to see yeah. it doing this, it's it's kind of frustrating in a way. But I mean, it's fun at the same time. It's a good game, but I just still wish you know I I love the Shining Force universe. I love you know how there's you know, humans mixed with centaurs and you know like little talking animals i just think it's so such a cool universe that they've created and to see it as a you know i i think that 
they could could do more with just a a strategy a turn-based strategy RPG. I I, I would have liked yeah. for it to go back to its roots, but maybe well, sometime in the, the future they the could. The weird do thing it. is that um that like um you know they've got lots of different shining games, not necessarily shining force, yeah. but like especially on the Saturn they had like shining wisdom, shining the holy ark and basically like the shining force games were the turn-based strategy guns and they had the shining ones which were meant to be sort of set in a as far as I'm aware they're set in a sort of similar universe. Right, okay. But the other ones weren't the turn-based sort of um, strategy mm. battle kind of system. Yeah, no, I, I had Shining Wisdom, which is a bit like Zelda on the like snares, which like top, top down running around killing things. Right. Then you had Shining the Holy Ark, which is a first-person RPG, which is really good. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm surprised they've. Um, I I thought they'd have like maybe named it a different name then, like because uh, keep I'd like I like you said I'd like them to have kept the Shining Force as the turn-based um, strategy kind of battle system. Rather than um, a different kind of like running around like hack and slash kind right. of thing. Um, yeah, no, I, I hear what you're saying. The name. But yeah. um, the main thing is though is that the game's good. It's fun. So yeah. you know, if you get this game, you'll have fun with it. And I think that's what's most important okay, yeah. about the game. Um, but okay, that's enough about Shining Force. So let's keep moving on. Okay. Full Auto Two Battle Lines for the PSP. It's not done as well so far as uh, Shining Force. And Shining Force is a fan that well. Uh, Fallout 2 Battle Lines right now has a, a Metacritic average of 54. GameSpy mm-hmm. gave it a 60. And here's what they said about it. Uh, they said, it's just not user-friendly. The HUD is a mess, and I struggle to decipher how damaged vehicles were, either mine or my opponent's. Your level objectives aren't easily displayed, and neither is a radar of where your enemies are or what the track looks like. Um, that doesn't sound... Very user friendly at all. What do you make of that, man? Okay, this is actually going to be one of the things that I would bring up in a battle against the place, uh, the PSP versus the DS. Okay. The fact that um, one thing I love about like DS is that it's got completely unique games and stuff to it. Mm-hmm. But with the PSP, they keep trying to put across console-based games onto the handheld, right. which can work in some situations. It can work really well. True. But for here, like, um, if you've got a nice big TV, you you can have like all these all things displayed on the screen, like the the hard, the HUD with like all your health and what have you, and also you can have like big, lovely um, arenas and like explosions and stuff. But on a PSP, like on a small handheld console, that sort of game won't ever work out as well. I don't think. You don't think and so? And that's what they tried to do. They tried to port across like the the PlayStation Three and the Xbox style game onto the handheld, which really would never work. A game cause the game is actually it's more complicated than you might think. I mean, um, playing a game is quite easy, but the actual whole physics of the game is actually quite complicated. There's a lot going on on the screen, mm-hmm. and I just don't think a handheld, simply because of the screen size, can actually ho- handle it. So I think that that's one of the failings here. That um, lots of companies keep trying to port across, like PlayStation Two or Xbox games, onto the PSP, and it's not working out very well. Okay, and that's a, that's so a pretty good this, observation. This sc- yeah, it's kind of scored. Uh, it doesn't surprise me, but I think I think maybe Sega could have gone a slightly different way and made a, made the game slightly different, maybe, and come out better. But it's kind of disappointing because like, this is one of the games I'd really like to have seen do well. Yeah. Because I'm a big fan of Full Auto, and uh, I've got it on the Xbox 360. And I just think it's such a fun game, and I think a handheld version would be good. But as I just said, it's it's going to be a lot harder to do. Okay. So. Yeah. So you heard it there. Grandma spilled spilled the uh, the beans on that. Um, next up, we have Afterburner Black Falcon, and again, that's for the PSP. 
And this one's doing better than both Full Auto 2 and Shining Force Exa. The uh, Metacritic average is a 71. And Game Daily, they gave it an 80. And here's what they said about it. It could have used additional multiplayer options. And the overused rock music gets old. Past that, the gameplay, graphics, customization features, and humorous touches from Planet Moon make this a game PSP owners should gun for. Now, I do want to say, though, that from what I've read across the internet, though, I, I've heard uh, a lot of places say the game isn't that good. Um, so no. I don't really know exactly what the reviewer at Game Daily was, was looking at. Um, maybe it is a good game, but I've heard pretty much everywhere else say that the game just isn't that much fun. I don't know a whole lot about it other than what we've written. I haven't had any any playtime with the game or anything like that, so... I really can't what, they, talk they, much about did it. Did they specify why it wasn't fun? Well, I'm sorry? Did, did the other site specify why it wasn't fun? They probably did, but I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't remember. Um, uh, they just said it, the gameplay, it just, it wasn't, you know, the gameplay just wasn't that appealing. So, right, okay. I don't know. That's so, weird. But I mean, I, I don't know how, I can't, remember how many sites um, actually have reviewed it uh, so far <coughs> it could be that uh, a couple of sites gave it a really high rating while a couple of other ones gave it a low rating and just the the uh, review score right now is a little skewed um, and right, we yeah. might have to wait for a little bit for it to even out a little bit so we'll keep looking into that um, next up though is Virtua Tennis on the Xbox and PS3 um, its average is a 79 on the Xbox and an 80 on the PS3. IGN gave it the Xbox version an 80, and they said this about it. Sega's Virtua Tennis 3 is an example of a tennis game inching forward instead of ma- making significant or even moderate leaps forward. Uh, what do you what do you think of that about that? What do you think about what they said, Graham? I mean, you've played the demo. Um, we both played it quite extensively, yeah. so we we know what we're getting into in this game. So, uh, what, what do you think about that? Well, to be honest, it's like with every sports franchise. Once you made a couple of um, the titles, it's hard to actually keep going. Like, like they say, it's um, it hasn't made any um, leaps forward. That's kind of hard to do when you've made a couple already. Because once you sort of perfected the um, system, it's it's kind of hard to keep updating the. I think John Madden would agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And in cases like that, they should just stop making those games. But um, I mean, for Virtual Tennis Three, um, I, I I was excited about the game. I think it's, it looks quite good. The prospect of playing online is one thing that's drawn me to it. Yeah, um, you can do um, doubles online. You know, oh, well, you and a buddy can play online against two other people. So that sounds pretty fun. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Um, I I hear that apparently um, Microsoft's actually going to set up like proper sort of championships and stuff like really sort of like a Wimb- like a like Wimbledon kind of affair if you get what I mean oh that but, sounds um, pretty cool yeah I'm not sure if that's gonna be like as big as they're trying to make it out to be or anything that's just like mumblings I've heard I and, see and, but, um, and I know one of the complaints that people had across the internet and just me reading up on on some of the things people have been saying is that they think that um, when you're playing the game that uh, your player dives too much um, just when you're right, you're yeah. making um, you know a shot, and in previous games uh, that didn't happen so much. Did you, did you notice that? And actually, you know, when I played it, I really didn't notice it so much. 
But after I read that, and you know, I was it that was in my mind, and I was thinking about it. I did notice that there was quite a bit of diving going on. What was up with that? Um, I, I didn't notice it a, a huge amount. I did notice they did dive a fair amount, but mm-hmm. I thought it was about the same as um, the first couple of titles. But um, the one, the one thing that I did notice was um, if the the players when they go to make a shot or whatever, they do seem to move slower. Um, I know you actually said last week um, after we played the demo that um, you worked it out that in version S3 they actually move faster they do move a little bit faster yes but I, I don't know what it was I think maybe the controls felt stiff or something like um, every time I went to hit the ball they seemed to take his time like trying to swing the racket back and stuff hmm. um, it could just be in my head but as far as I remember version Tennis 1 and 2 were a lot faster like um, quick quick pick up and play kind of game you can finish the game quite quickly but this is a lot harder to play i found right okay and now i want to ask you something too because the xbox version the xbox 360 version scored a 79 and the psp version scored an 80 is that uh does that have any kind of um indications on whether the ps3 is better than the xbox 360 or is that just um you know just kind of coincidence what do you think I think it's pretty more coincidence because yeah. right now, I mean, uh, I, I think it's partly to do with the fact that the PlayStation Three doesn't have a lot of games out there. Okay. I mean, like um, I know the Xbox Three Sixty's got uh, uh, maybe one or two tennis titles, but um, I think overall the fact that it's got so many different, it's got a wider selection of games, people are gonna be a bit harsher on the on the game itself. But with the PlayStation Three, because it's only got like what um, maybe twenty games out. I think like it has about um, four. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, basically what I'm saying is yeah, the PlayStation 3 doesn't have a lot of games on the system, so I think people are probably going to um, try and be a bit more fair towards the game, as it were. Right. Because uh, just because it is one of the bigger names out on the system right now, it's one of the more exciting titles. Mm-hmm. So I think it's only one point within it. I mean. Right. Yeah, it's not yeah. that big of a deal. If it were maybe yeah. 10 or 15 points, then maybe. Maybe yeah, it might mean something it. a little bit more. Th- doesn't the uh, Xbox 360 version have a uh, better online play than the PS3 You know, I, wanna, I want to say that the PS3 version might not even have online play. I'm not, you oh. know, don't hold me to that. I'm not, ex- you know, exactly sure. But I want to say that the PS3 version doesn't have online play. Because I do remember reading stuff about how the differences between the three different titles. It's on the PSP as well. I remember right. One of the things I said for the Xbox version specifically was that it had online play, and for the PlayStation 3 version specifically, it would have the tilt function for the controller. Because that's ex- like that, that makes the game so much better. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, um, <laughs> I don't know. Some people might enjoy it. Um, right. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, the Xbox 360 version was meant to have a decent online mode. And like I said before, uh, you can I, play two-player doubles. So I mean. Just that itself sounds pretty fun. Um, let's let's keep yeah. moving on though. Um, the last game of you know Sega's five titles is Armor Core Four on the Xbox 360 and the PS3. Now the Xbox 360 won out in this one. It has a 62 score or average on Metacritic.com, while the PS3 version has a 61. Yeah. Gamespot. <laughs> Gamespot <laughs> gave it an 80. Yeah. Gamespot. <laughs> Uh, you, you're a crazy man. GameSpot <laughs> gave it an 80, and here's what they said about it. It looks nicer, it plays faster, and with its low barrier to entry, Armor Core 4 should appeal to more than just a series faithful gearheads. 
Now that's something that uh, I've I've actually complained about uh, about the Armor Core series um, before. Is I thought that they've always did a good job, and that's from Soft. Or no, no, I'm sorry, I, I forget. Um, oh damn it, I forget. <laughs> I forget the uh, the the developers. Anyway, I, I thought it was from Soft, but I don't think that's the I name of it. I can quickly try and look it up uh, for you if you like. Do what? I can quickly try and look it up for you if you like. Uh, if you want to keep doing you, you that. Keep, you keep talking. You keep yeah, talking you do that. Um, it's been. I think. I think the beers are talking right now. Um, no, but, drinking? What? Uh, but drinking no, that's one of the things I do want to say though is I think that the Armor Core series has done a good job about keeping its fan base, but I don't think it's done a good job about introducing new players into the mech combat genre. Um, and so hearing that uh, or reading that from GameSpot is you know is good news that um, that possibly new people can get into the game. I think that it has such a high um, learning curve to get into the game and actually be good into it, um, good at the game. Um, I think that kind of puts a lot of people off. Um, so I think a lot of the people who've been playing the, the series for a while um, continue to keep buying these games. And, uh, and you know, the people who haven't are just kind of, um, you know, shy away from it a little bit. So um, so seeing that is good stuff from there. But uh, what do you what do you make of the game? Have you played it at all yet, Graham, or... Have you seen any videos? Um, into I have never played a single Armored Core game. Really? I, have to say. Um, I don't know, it's just never come across my radar, really. Mm -hmm. um, I've seen the video, though. Um, you did actually post up a video a little while back, didn't you? you? I did, this this past yes. week. I did. It looked yeah, amazing, though, looked, didn't it? Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I have to say, the game does look very impressive. Um, uh, I, don't, I don't really know what to say about it. It's just, uh, it does look like a lot of fun. Um, but... Obviously, I, I have actually heard some like when it was released in Japan. I did actually hear some comments on the on the net saying people saying that Chrome Hounds is actually a better game. Really? Um, yeah. Over, apparently, overall, I, I know Armored Core is meant to be faster and um, slicker, mm -hmm. but apparently, Chrome Hounds um, the levels were designed better or something, and um, mm. they're a lot bigger. Okay. And also, I do want to point out though that that both games were developed by the same developer. I do know that. Were they really? Yes, they, they were. Uh, who, who are they made by then? <laughs> I, can't, I forgot. I forgot who <laughs> Armor Core. It's, I want to say it's from software or something like that. But, oh gosh, now you're going to have to make me look. Gosh. Uh, I'm actually on the, the main Armor Core site right now. I just can't see the name of the, <laughs> the company. Let me see. Oh, God, this is ridiculous. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. And you know, I bet I'll find it before you. I'm going to Wikipedia. You probably will. I've got no idea what's going on here. I'm going right now. Um, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I bet everyone else is like, you know, they're they're yelling at us right now because you know exactly <laughs> exactly who developed the game, and now we we have to look at it. My, whoa. I think we'll have to give up on this one. <laughs> yeah, should we just... <laughs> Whoa. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> there was a lot of uh, music going on there. It was from software, so I was right. Oh, good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Sorry about all that. I went to the, the main Sega site, <laughs> and uh, they blasted <laughs> me with, with some music, so I, I do apologize. 
Um, did you hear any of that though? It was kind of wild. No, but I went to the site myself and I heard music. So I just oh god, it, it I was, was I a bunch of bad, you know, <laughs> pop music. Um, so from software did do it. I was correct. Um, okay, so that was that was um, Sega's five games that they released though. Um, yeah. Most of them aren't faring so well right now. Shining Force X, uh, Full Auto, Two Battle Lines, and Afterburner Black Falcon. They all um, went from the low 70s to the mid 50s. I want um, Virtual Tennis 3 um, is as at a 79, while Armor Core is at a 60. So none of the games are really doing that well. Um, maybe when some of the some some more reviews start pouring in, maybe we'll see a little bit of an upswing. Hopefully on those reviews, but right now they're not looking too good. But you know, as we all know, it it's all about. Uh, you know sales so we'll see how those yeah. come along I've got a feeling just overall the fact that because it's like a couple of the games actually on the Playstation 3 and Xbox 360 I think people are expecting too much from the games and the systems or something right now oh you think so yeah I think that could be one of the problems I think people are expecting these games to be absolutely amazing like groundbreaking and stuff but um, really it's, I think it's still going to take some time for um, the Playstation 3 and stuff to actually um advance much further than the original Xbox. I know all the graphics and stuff are a lot prettier and stuff, right. but um, I don't know. I just think right now people are ju judging the systems too harshly lately. Hmm. That's just that's just one theory. Okay, okay that's your anyway. theory. Um, next up, yeah. though, if, if you want to keep talking about the PS3, I'll invite you to do so. Um, do you think Sega was the, the cream of the crop for the PS3 European launch? Tell us a little bit about that. Yes. <laughs> well, as you well know, I, I do actually think... Um, it, it, um, for anyone who doesn't realise, the PlayStation 3 was finally released in Europe um, last Friday. Mm -hmm. to, to a lot of fanfare, right? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the, in, in like the big cities like London and stuff, they did actually have quite a few people queuing outside. But as far as I'm aware, um, other places weren't so excited about the, the launch, to be honest. I've seen um, some pictures and they weren't that... They they didn't look that good. No, oh no, that's not good. Um, yeah, ba basically, um, there's quite uh, there's a fair amount of games that were released with the PlayStation Three over here because um, I know some games had like um, in Japan and America, you sort of had to wait a little bit of time for the games to actually come out over there after the launch. But we got a few games that actually came out straight away over here. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, the games overall, the games aren't that exciting. I mean. Um, I think Sega released five games on the launch. They're they're the only company, as far as I'm aware, to release more than one game themselves on the, the launch for the system. Okay, and, and I, I, I want to say here's the games that Sega did release though. They released World Snooker Championship 2007, Sonic the Hedgehog, Full Auto 2 Battle Lines, Virtua Fighter 5, and Virtua Tennis 3. I do want to ask yes. you though, what the hell is World Snooker Championship 2007? Is that is that like it's pool or something? Game. <laughs> you don't know. I have no idea. What I, I've heard of it, but uh, it sounds like some kind of uh, scary, you know, video game or something. <laughs> okay. Um, in case you don't know, snooker is like pool. It's um, and billiards and stuff. It's like a. It's you're on a table and you've got cues and you hit balls around and like hit them into pockets. That the rules are a lot different to pool. Um, it's actually a lot more complicated game. There's actually a lot more skill involved. Mm -hmm. I think. Um, 
instead of like having two different sort of coloured type balls, like you've got like um, stripes and uh, the full coloured balls and like pool, um, in this you've got a load of red balls and then a few different coloured balls and each ball's worth a certain amount of points and uh, what you do is, the idea is the game is basically to knock, uh, try and pot as many red balls as possible when you build up a, s a small amount of points, but after you pot a red ball you can shoot um, a coloured ball in which gives you more points but then that coloured ball will actually be put back on the table until all the red balls are cleared and then you can then you can knock the coloured balls in the pockets and get rid of them completely. It's that sounds incredibly hard. boring. It's, a, it's actually, uh, if you're playing it, it's a lot of fun. If you're into the sport, it, it is a lot of fun. But um, okay. if, you're, um, if you're going to a pub or something and you're getting slightly drunk, it's not a good game to play. <laughs> because it's, uh, <laughs> if you've got to really try and follow the rules to make the game any good. Right. So pool is actually... If you go into the anywhere in Britain, you're more likely to find a pool table than a snooker table in a pub. But it's actually quite a big sport still. As far as I'm aware, it's actually um, a worldwide sport, um, even though you've never heard of it. Yeah, we don't have that <laughs> crap in America. I'm kidding. Yeah, we probably do. I just don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, you're probably better than us anyway, because we're crap at all sports. Over and we're, we're mostly better than, than you at most other things as well. Yeah, it's quite embarrassing. <laughs> uh, we, um, we, we invent the sports. You guys just beat us at them. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, I mean, ever since the Revolutionary War, we've been beating you guys at everything, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to ask you, though, do you think that any or all of these games will help um, continue PS3 hardware, hardware sales um, initially, you know, through the first couple months? Uh, I'd like to say yes. Okay. Um, simply because right now, especially in Europe, there are, are about two other games that I actually like to buy, right. and uh, that's Resistance: Fall of Man, and um, maybe either Final Night or Gundam. Um, you know, mobile. Oh, I heard bad things. Don't get that game. Oh, you heard bad things? Okay, that's just one game that I personally thought was slightly interesting. Mm -hmm. That, uh, <laughs> well, basically every other game that's out there, including Fight Night, is actually like on another system by the looks right. of it. You've got like Call of Duty 3, Need for Speed Carbon, Fight Night, um, and then you've got, um, well, you've got Virtual Tennis 3 and Virtual Fighter 5 and Sonic, which are actually on other systems, but they are good games. Mm -hmm. And I think um, uh, Virtual Fighter 5 and Virtual Tennis 3 in particular, them being like brand new, like pretty new games worldwide and being impressive games. I, I heard Virtual Fighter 5 actually um, was called one of the best fighting games ever or something by a load wow. of people. So I think um, I think those two games in particular will help to boost the sales quite a lot. Um, cause they have come out, as far as I'm aware, they've come out on the PlayStation 3 mm -hmm. first. I'm not sure about PlayStation 3, they might have come out on the Xbox 360 at the same time. Okay. But uh, yeah, I think overall Sega have actually delivered quite well for the PlayStation 3 here. Got it. Uh, all the, the other games just aren't that yeah. impressive right now. I think Sega's done a good job overall for developing on all consoles. So it's good to see them yeah. supporting the PS3, you know, as well as the 360, the PSP, and the DS, and the PS2. So Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I just want to say one thing about the PlayStation 3, which has uh, kind of ground my gears quite a bit. Uh, it's the fact that Right now, a lot of people will say the PlayStation 3 doesn't have that many good games right. on it, and it's especially exclusive titles. I mean, like I said, um, pretty much all these games are actually on the Xbox 360 or the PC or what have True. you. And 
yet they're still releasing new games on the PlayStation 2, like like Shining Force X and um, like they ha- had God of War 2 recently yeah. released, and God of War 2 has been an amazing game. Mm-hmm. Why the hell aren't they releasing these games on the PlayStation 3? You know, I think that's more of an indicator of where we're at um, in the video game industry right now. I think publishers are just a little scared right now um, on losing too much money on supporting such an early um, system when it doesn't have a very large install base. Um, so I think that well, Sega looked at the PS2, you know, and the PS3 possibly, and said, you know, the just the user base for the PS2 is so much larger um, than the PS3, and that traditionally I think the PS2 um, has done really well in supporting and having uh, some successful RPGs. So I thought Sega thought that um, it might be and it might serve them best to go ahead and release Shining Force on the PS2. And you know, I, I right, think that okay. I think they made um, a good choice in that, though. Well, I've, my argument against that is the fact that yeah, the PlayStation Two's got um, like a, a huge user base compared to any other <laughs> right. console out there, especially the PlayStation right. Three. But if you go by that logic, there is absolutely no reason to make a PlayStation Three game. Yes. Yes. If you think that games are going to sell on the PlayStation Two, don't make any PlayStation mm-hmm. Three games. There's no point in having a PlayStation Three right. out there. However, they've made this machine. They've made it powerful. It's it's a good, powerful machine. You can tell it's like it's as good as the Xbox 360. Right. I mean, in graphics and stuff. Mm-hmm. And everyone loves the Xbox. Well, quite a lot of people love the Xbox sure. 360. So, surely, if they made these games specifically for the PlayStation 3, they can make them look really good, really impressive, and they'd actually have some good um, games that are only for the PlayStation 3, which will make people buy the machine. If you're going to release on the PlayStation 2, there's no point having a PlayStation 3. And as far as I'm aware, a lot of these games that are exclusive for the PlayStation 2 are partly made by Sony. Like, Sony have some, some hand in them. So Sony in themselves are actually shooting themselves yeah. in the foot. Well, I know Sony did um, say also that they want to support the the PS2 for, what, like 10 years or something like that? That's just retarded. Everybody, uh, most people will say that the average console these days has got like a four-year right, lifespan. Right, I agree. And Sony's, um, they want to extend so the lifespan of their consoles, and, and you know I can't blame them for that. Um, so, but the well, one they, thing I, they they well, got have to make sure they that. don't do is support a past console to the point where it's um, negatively impacting their current console. Yeah, so, or, and I, and I don't think they really have a huge part um, to say on what a developer or publisher is going to release on which system. You know, I don't think they can make. Sega no, release games on the PS3 as opposed to the PS2. They're, they're, um, yeah, I know, I know what you're saying there, but um, there are some games that Sony do actually right. have hands in. Um, but they see, they still seem to push them to more towards the PlayStation 2, those kind of games. True. And it's just, it just makes no sense, really. If they want to transfer. You could always play the, the PS2 could, games on the PS3. Well, yeah, but if you all the, you've got seven, like, was it eighty million, seventy-five million people who've got PlayStation mm-hmm. 2s already? Why the hell would they buy a like a six hundred dollar machine just to play their PS2 Touché. game on it Touché. when they can already do it for no apparent reason? <laughs> Good point. <laughs> it just right. makes no sense. I hear you, yeah, um, you but you, you know what, you Graham? What I saying. think that's going to be an argument that's not going to be won here. So save it. Yeah, you know, not. save it for next week. We got to keep rolling on. Um, next up, oh, we're done with the Sega News now. I know we've been going on quite a bit um, on that, and I apologize to you all. Now we're going to get into a little bit about what we've been playing. And Graham, oh, yes. what have you been playing this week? Um, 
as always, I've been playing Oblivion. God. <laughs> Alright, you might as well tell us what you've been doing in the game, though, at least. Um, I finally completed the... Uh, like Last week I told you I was doing some Fighters Guild missions. I've, I finally completed all the missions for the Fighters Guild. I'm now the head of the Fighters Guild. Okay. And I've just been tooling around, really, just um, experimenting with other stuff. And I, I did actually find out something quite annoying. Um, What's that? Uh, I've basically I've completed the game a few times and I've completed it without cheating a single time but I found this actually quite a nifty little glitch in the game What's that? which you can um, you can duplicate items really there's like a, there's a way you can like basically um, you use arrows in a way to duplicate items so you can actually make like a hundred axes and then sell those axes to like stores so you can make a huge profit huh. and um I, I just I only found out this out recently so I started doing that with this character I started cheating a little oh bit oh my gosh I've lost all respect for you I've completed the game like three or four times without cheating once. <laughs> uh, it's, 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 it's my turn to cheat. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, as long as you the beat the game before it. you start uh, cheating. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've completed it. It's, it's like a brand new character. I decided to try out like some, some of these glitches mm-hmm. out, which look pretty cool. And But the other day, I was like, turned it on. It said, there's an update re- available for Oblivion. I was like, okay, update. This update cancels out that glitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I've just started like, using this, this cool little glitch thing, and now I can't do it anymore. So I'm slightly annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> In a way, I wish I'd sort of tried to glitch before, but uh, yeah, I'm slightly annoyed it's by funny. that. Uh, I, I, it's funny. It's quite a nice little uh, sort of glitchy thing they had in there. I don't see why. Um, they got rid of it really it didn't seem to be ruining the game at all maybe they just didn't want people to cheat but, well sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just slightly annoyed yeah, I know I hear you um, uh, what else have you been playing <laughs> uh, I've been playing I've been playing Crackdown quite a bit still playing that game uh, just trying to build up get the final like points and stuff that you need to fully complete the game right um I did find out something quite annoying about the game because um, I know I want I wanted you to get the game and stuff, but you haven't been able to pick it up. No, it's but, because um, I live in a third world country, and they don't, <laughs> they, they they don't have Microsoft published games. Yeah, so. I'll get it sometime soon. <laughs> yeah, hopefully you will. But um, for anyone who doesn't know, we I also wanted to play with Chris on cooperative mode or online because it's meant to be really good. And we played on the demo a bit, and it's good fun, but it's restricted. Right. So we sort of wanted to play online together for the full game. But I've like pretty much completed the game. My character's super like hard and stuff now, and I wanted to start a brand new character so we could like build up our levels together. Mm-hmm. However, I can't see a way to start a new character. Really? Um, if I was to go into the options and like choose a new character each time, that character would have the same powers as what I've got now. Hmm. And I can't see an option to start a brand new file or anything like that. So. I think the only way I can do this is actually delete the file I've got, which is kind of annoying. It's it's kind of crazy, really. I think. Yeah, that is weird. Um, so that's that's another annoying thing I've just found out this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I've also been playing on um, Phoenix Wright. Ah. Um, have you? Wait, I want to ask you: Have you been? Has the most? Has the bulk of your time been playing uh, on the toilet as opposed to anywhere else? You know what? It hasn't. What really? Actually. I'm surprised. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't spend that much time on the toilet, I guess. I'm not one of those people. I know some people like to spend their time, like, take it easy. Well, you know, I find that it's probably the one place that I can go away and I don't have to... I can kind of tune out the rest of the world and I know that someone's not <laughs> going to bother me unless someone yeah, I, uh, I starts the saying. fire alarm. <laughs> yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but uh, I guess... I, I, I'm just not I like especially that. like I'm to do it at work, too, because I like to think that oh, yeah. if I if I 
take a poo at work than I'm actually getting paid to poo. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, um, as you know, with my work, if I was to do that, I'd get. Do you actually have to write that down too? Like, <laughs> so you so well, you can they, know. They do, they they do actually frown upon it when you leave your desk for like more than a few minutes. Oh jeez. So. <laughs> unless you unless you're actually doing. I'm gone for a good like half hour. I just wish. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it's not okay, so no, um, tell us um tell us about Phoenix Wright though. Um well, yeah, I picked it up last week and uh, I'm now on the second to last um case as it were. It's, um it's I I'm really enjoying the game so much. I will actually sit down and play it. I well, I'm one of those people who doesn't really play the handheld unless I'm travelling or like going to the doctors or something. I'll only play it in right. short bursts. But this is one of those games I've actually been able to just sit down and I can play for hours constantly. And I'm surprised at how hard the game is actually, because I know the DS is considered to be a bit of a kid right. machine. But um, there's some there's some um, of the uh, cases are actually quite. They've got some like uh, hard little clues you have to try and solve and stuff, which is quite impressive. Hmm. Um, but perhaps I'm just really bad at the game. I don't know. But it's taken me a while to do some of these um, the cases and stuff. Um, I'll actually I'll move on okay. from that one <laughs> <laughs> I've also been playing a tiny bit of Resident Evil 4 which I also picked up yes. last week and um, and you made a ridiculous claim that you didn't think the graphics <laughs> were good in it last week no no <laughs> well stop stop right there before <laughs> we get like crazy fanboys yeah you know <laughs> Capcom has some crazy fanboys too <laughs> I've never I, I did not say the graphics were bad I just didn't say they were as impressive as I thought okay. they were going to be. Um, I think the graphics are good. I think they're great. I think the graphics are great. However, in all the screenshots and all the videos I saw of the game, the graphics were amazing. I thought they were perfectly smooth and like everything was really high detail. But when I was playing the game, I could see quite a few jagged edges. I could see a lot of bland areas. Um, the, the villages in particular, they, they weren't as high detail as I was expecting them to okay. be. And just, just little bits of it I thought weren't as good and the game seems quite brown and muddy and uh, just like one texture if that makes it, mm-hmm. that makes any sense you know how some people complained about Zelda on the um, Wii um, Twilight Princess they're saying it's quite a muddy right. colour that's sort of one that's sort of one game with Resident Evil 4 I thought the but, um, um, uh, uh, the yeah okay no I hear what you're saying keep going yeah okay <laughs> No, the, the game is brilliant. I think the game is amazing. Uh, the graphics are good, obviously. I'd, I'd be a fool right. to say they weren't. Um, just, just not quite as impressive as I thought. But I haven't been playing it that much simply because I want to complete Phoenix Wright first. I think I've, I've played Phoenix Wright quite a bit. I'm not going to complete it quite soon. And I'd rather complete that game first before I really get down into Resident Evil 4. Cause that's going to be like the next game I'm really going to try and Okay, complete, well, think. good. Hurry up and beat Phoenix Wright so you can actually get into Resident Evil 4. Because yeah. I guarantee you. You're gonna love the game. It's an awesome game. Excellent. So. Good. Is that all? Is that all you've been playing this week? There's one other game I've been playing. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I like to play games. Go on. You're gonna make me look bad. You've playing all these <laughs> yeah. games. Um, I've been playing Birding Rangers a little bit on the Saturn. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never know? played the game. What, what's do you, it like? Do you know what it is? You don't, yeah, do you actually know what, not know what it's about? No, I don't. That's why I asked you. <sighs> you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> You've heard of the game, yeah? I have heard of the game, yes. Okay, uh, good. That's that's one start. Jesus Christ, I can't believe you've played <laughs> it. Um, yeah, basically, Burning Rages is oh, 
when I explain it, you're going to say, this sounds gay, but uh, I can guarantee it's a brilliant game. Um, it's like you're a futuristic firefighter, in a way. Hey, wait, and, wait, uh, one second. That, that, sound, that sounds pretty gay, dude. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, keep going. Yeah. I, I'm not going to be able to explain this at all well. Uh, it's going to sound terrible, but uh, anyone who's played the game, they'll know that it's a good game. In, in the game, you're... Um, yeah, as I say, you're a futuristic firefighter, and you've got like four or five levels, which are, which may not seem that good, but it's actually the levels actually quite long, and um, there's a really good storyline that goes behind each level, and each level um, is completely different. Like um, you're sent in there to do a certain objective, but it turns out that overall the the whole storyline links up together, mm -hmm. and in it within the levels, you've got fires that break out at random moments and stuff. Like, okay. like you could walk into a room and there'd be fires in there, and you you have to put them out. But also, if you um don't put fires out in the buildings, then um the buildings actually become more unstable as you progress, and and they get to a certain point that the walls and stuff start exploding around you, and it's <laughs> it becomes quite intense at times. Um, Sounds like, like a pretty exciting game. It, it's very exciting. You really have to play it um to actually know. And saying as I said, I can't explain it at all. So I'm yeah, you did a pretty now. shitty job. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> just, just go online and look up a video, or get the game. Damn it. <laughs> um. So, what have you been playing? Um, after you know your freaking marathon gaming, um, <laughs> you're making me look bad. Um, pretty much all I've been playing this week is Shining Force X, uh, because I've been trying to put as much time into it as I can, um, just so I can hurry up and get the review out. Um, I've already talked a little bit about you know what I thought of the game. Um. But the you know the, I'm having fun with it, so I can't you know yeah. I don't want to go too much into it. Like I said, I want to save most of it for my final review. Um, the big you know the, the the I think the most important thing I can say about the game is that it's fun. I think most people, if you're into RPGs and you pick this up, you're not going to be disappointed with the game. If you know what, if you know what you're going to go um, you know you're going to get into going into the game then I think you'll like it. You know, if you're expecting something like a traditional Shining Force game for some reason, you you may be a little disappointed with what yeah. Sega has in store for you. But if you're familiar with Shining Force Neo on the PS2, it's I, I've heard that it's pretty similar to that gameplay-wise. Um, now, one thing that Sega did uh, include in Shining Force Exa that wasn't in any of the previous games is that there's a, a thing called a Geofortress... In it, and it's basically like a huge castle, an upgradable castle that you can get, and you can get new kind of um, um, defenses and uh, like cannons and things that you can get to help defend your castle. And basically, throughout the course of the game, um, you have a, a party that you take with you um, to play the main quest, and the rest of your party members stay back into the Geo Fortress. And throughout the game, enemies will come and attack the fortress. And you have to send out anyone who's still left in in the Geo Fortress, and you have to defend the castle. And it it wow. makes for a pretty good break in gameplay, um, and it's kind of fun to to do different little things. And it's fun to go out and um, find different kind of um, upgrades for your castle. Like at this one point, I had to go out and and get some um, some kind of items so I can go back and um and uh, activate my cannons and so you can just do right. different little things like that and it, it makes for um, fun especially for people who like to complete um, every aspect of an RPG 
Um, so it, it's pretty fun. I'm having fun with that. I, I do like that Sega did um, include that um, in it. And like I said before, it, it provides a nice break from just the, so, the straight, um, you know, RPG storyline that, you know, you're just, yeah. you know, trying to go out and save the world. So, so good touch. Can, can, can I just ask, um, can you actually send the, like, 20 people into your party and then, like, leave one person at the fortress? No, 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 no. Um, oh. It's not like that at all. I think right now you can only have three people in your active party. So you're running around and you're doing something. You can have your main character, and you switch between your main character, uh, uh, this this uh, a guy named Toma, and a girl. I forget her name. I think it's like Cy- Cyril or something like that. Um, and you, right, you okay. change between him and her. So if you're not playing as, as him, you, you're controlling her through the main quest and vice versa. Um, and you can bring two other characters along with you, and so there's the rest of the characters are all, all in the Geo Fortress. So they're the ones kind of oh, staying okay. back and holding down the fort. Do Do you know if your um, party gets bigger later on? Or oh, that's a good question. I don't know that. Um, okay. So I'm still waiting on it. I the one thing I do want to say is I've been six hours into it, um, also, and I think that so far the storyline wise. They're not doing. They're saying didn't do a very good job of explaining, and uh, just kind of developing the characters right now. Because I think I'm pretty. Um, I, I put quite a bit of time into the game right now, and I did, still don't know a lot about the characters or you know why they're doing what they're doing. Um, so it's just it's that that part. You know, I'm still waiting to find out more about the characters. I want to know more about them. I want to care about the characters, but right now, I can't say I really do. Um, so okay, it, yeah. it'll be interesting that, to see where the game goes from here. RPG, isn't it? What's that? Like, that's kind of essential for an RPG, I think. Like um, getting to know the characters, you have to like feel yeah involved in the game. You have to feel you've got to feel compassion for the characters. Definitely. Yeah. So yeah. That, yeah that's so what for I right now, needs to have. Yeah. Right now, there's not a whole lot of information um, about the characters or their background or you know, like I said, why why they're on this particular mission. Um, so, you know, like I said, I'll I'll be having the full review later on this week, so keep checking back, and and, and you'll see that pretty soon. Um, so that's what we've been playing this week. Um, next week, I promise I'll be playing a little bit more games um, to, to talk to you a little I'll bit about. I'll play a little bit less. Um, and Graham, you need to stop playing as many games. Damn, it's too much. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, although I'm getting paid in a few days, so I might, uh, might have to go and oh spend geez. it. Um, <laughs> now we'll see. Yeah. Uh, this next area, though, Graham, this is all you, buddy. It's it's contest hey. time. Um, it's yeah. time for you to announce the winner of the uh, Sega PC games. So so go for it. Take it right. away. Okay. okay. In case you guys didn't know, um, for the last couple of weeks, we've been holding competition to win 11 Sega PC titles. Um, yeah, we, we originally started a couple of um, Nerdcasts back, and uh, we decided to keep it going for one extra mm-hmm. week, simply because um, we got we got a few entries in, but we thought we could have more. We wanted more, damn it. So we we um, extended it and uh, advertised it a bit more, and we actually got quite a few more entries fly- flooding in, which is pretty good. A few more as in um, one. Well, I'm, kidding, hey. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, we had, we had a fair few. It wasn't like, I wouldn't say we were like, engulfed by them, but uh, right. we, we had a, a decent amount, I'd say. That's good. Um, yeah, do you want me to run down the list of the sure, games? Sure, go for or... Okay, yeah, th- these are the games that were on offer. Uh, there's Sonic 3D, Sonic Heroes, Sonic Adventure DX, Virtual Fighter 2, Panzer Dragoon, Worms, Worms Forts, Crazy Taxi, Immortal Cities Children of the Nile, Rome Total War, and Condemned. 
And uh, shall I announce the winner right now? Do it. Dun 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 okay. dun. <laughs> the winner is uh, Christian Hearn, uh, who has won all those eleven titles. Congratulations, uh, Christian. Yeah, and I have to say, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, I have to. I have to say, um, a few people did actually um, comment on that they found the quiz quite hard. Yeah. But um, Christian managed to get full marks. So he got all of them correct. <laughs> he got all. The, he got fifty nine out of fifty nine. Wow, that's uh, impressive. Pretty impressive, because we, we did get quite a few high entries. We got a lot of people in like in the high forties, sort of low fifties, right. and um, there's quite a few high entries in there, and uh, there were a couple which were quite poor as well. Uh, but uh, yeah, there, there were a few high entries, but this guy um, Christian managed to get them all right. So either he's a genius, or he just used Google a lot, or he's <laughs> a psychic. Perhaps I don't know, yeah. but uh, anyway, yeah. Well done, Christian. Uh, you've won those games. Um, what we need to do now is um, get in contact with us. Like, give us some contact information. We can try and ship. Those Why don't you give him your possible. email address right now, in case he's listening? I could give him my email address. Okay, it's Graham at saganers.com mm-hmm. Or if you want to, you could go to the forums at saganers.com and just PM me. Right. Um, that's another way to do it. Wait, how do you spell and, your name uh, though? G-R-A-H-A-M Like Graham Graham That makes sense Yeah okay. uh, Yeah some people just spell it with an E But I'm not one of those guys yeah. uh, You're not one of those <laughs> so, you know, Nancy boys No <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but for anybody else Who entered the competition I want to say a big thank you To you mm-hmm. guys um, It was a lot of fun actually um, Marking your entries I, I hope you had fun doing it and in case you wanted to know what scores you got, I'm actually I'm not going to post up a list of who got what points because I don't want to embarrass anybody or whatever. Right. But I'm gonna I'm gonna write up the full answer sheet for you guys to read on the main site, so you, you guys can judge for yourself how well you guys okay. did. And uh, yeah, thanks again for everyone who entered. Um, congratulations to Christian Hearn. And uh, yeah, that's the end of that contest. Good for now. stuff. Now I want to ask: Was this I, I forget? Was this contest was it sponsored by Geekos as well? Ooh, <laughs> it's actually an association with Geekos. Okay. Um, they um, Geekos um, is a is actually a, a it's a computer store in England. It's quite a small store, but um, they they do PC repairs and they also um, specialize in retro consoles and retro games. And they have a grocery so store. Going there. De- <laughs> 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 I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they're actually really good. They ship all around the world. Um, they actually have old, really old systems in right now. They've got like Atari 2600s, um, Spectrums. Really? They've got Game Gears, um, Dreamcast, Mega Drive. And are they all different regions or are they all PAL? Most of them are PAL because it's an English-based place. But I, w- I did actually go in the store and he showed me a lot of Japanese and American really? stuff. Which is quite impressive. He did actually have a whole box of Japanese um, Mega Drive games, which is hmm. quite cool. And he showed me off. He showed me a fair few Genesis. Maybe you can buy me some like American that. games over there and send them to me. Perhaps I can. Perhaps you can buy them yourself, you punk. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. What, well, what, if I wanted to buy it, something from them, where, where, and how could I go about doing that? I, I was about okay, to say. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, if you go to um, www.geekos.co.uk, okay. that's um, G-E-E-K-O-S a geek OS at the end Um, yeah .co.uk and they've got the main site there Um, I think they're still updating the main site they're basically they've been updating their site and getting their shop like fully listed Mm -hmm. but if it is still being updated they've actually got a link to an eBay store which they've also got set up as well so you can actually still 
get games from them quite easily. Or um, if you want, they've got a link to email the main guy of the site, and he um, he he's quite friendly. He's a nice guy, and he he did actually tell me exclusively that he is open to offers to anybody um, who wants to come and like. Uh, if anyone sees a game they like, he will be willing to bargain down his prices. Oh, really? Even though they're actually quite, they're, they're very they're very reasonably priced. I've I've checked out a few different sites and eBay and stuff, and uh, as far as I can tell, most of his prices are pretty competitive already. But he he has said that he will be willing to um, for like reasonable offers. He will be willing to go for them. So it's good stuff. It's a good it's a good place yeah, to go. Yeah, sounds like a good stuff. Um. Okay. okay. So there's our contest. Um. It's about time to start wrapping the show up now. Yeah, um, I, think so. I do want to talk a little bit about some of the future features that you can expect to see on the Nerdcast and on the main site as well. Um, if you've been checking on the site, you might have noticed a new poll in our sidebar this week asking um, you to vote on a, uh, a classic Sega game. And basically what the whole point of that is, is we're going to do that each week. And whatever game wins... The Sega Nerds crew is going to play the game throughout the week, and then we'll kind of talk about it at the the, um, the following Nerdcast. And I, um, as you, you know, if you've been looking at the site, Shinmu has pretty much been killing everyone else. Um, so <laughs> Shinmu has won um, this week. So next week uh, we'll be talking about some Shinmu. So what we'll do is uh, we, we've created kind of like a little internal uh, competition. Um, between all the people on the Nerdcast. And what we're going to do is we're going to have a 10-hour time limit, and we're going to see who can get the furthest within that 10 hours. And I invite everyone else, though, to also play along with us. So if you want to you know, see how far you can get in Shinmu in 10 hours and then post in next week's uh, Nerdcast um, you know, article, then please do so and just let us know, and you can kind of compare it to how, how we've done. Um, so we're going to be playing some Shinmu this week. Um, I'll put a new poll up with some new games um, next week. And uh, so, Graham, are you kind of excited to play some some Shinmu again? Oh, I am absolutely. I love that yeah. game. So oh, the one good. thing I, I'm I'm excited about this new feature though is it's gonna I think it's gonna get us playing some classic games again that we played quite a bit. Yeah. And some games that we might not normally go back and play because we're you know too busy playing some of the new games coming out. So it's kind of cool. I'll, I'm definitely I've beat Shinmu quite a bit, but. I'm looking forward to getting back into to playing some good old Shinmu. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, um, and if anyone has actually got a request for a game, you could always um, send us in the request, so we can try and yes. put that on the list as well. Definitely. Yeah. If if you want to, if you see a game that you'd like us to talk about um, on the Nerdcast, please just send us an email and let us know. And you can do that by like a, like Graham said, you can either send us an email. I'm Chris at SegaNerds.com, and of course he's Graham at SegaNerds.com. You can send us an email. You can PM us on the forums, or or you can uh, you can send us a tip. There's if you look in the uh, the sidebar, um, there's a link for send us tips. You go on there, you can fill out the form and uh, send it to us, and that'll go directly to the Sega Nerds team. And so you can uh, send it to us that way. So there's all these yeah. different ways that you can get information to us. Um, just please give us your feedback and, and let us know what you want in that way. Uh, well, or if you can't be bothered to do any of that, the easier way to do it is just to click on the comments on the um, on the main site. Oh, good point. Yeah, that's cost. another one. So yep, we're here for you. <laughs> that's so, right. Um, another one that I want to want to talk about. This is Graham. This is one of your ideas. Um, yeah. How about you talk about this for a minute? Okay, it's called um, 
the, the feature is called Mini Retro Reviews, mm-hmm. and the general idea behind it is the fact that um, right now we haven't got that many reviews on the site. We, we'd like to have more reviews up there, but the fact is, to write a good review, it's, it takes time. We're, a lot of us have different jobs and like commitments and stuff, so we don't have like a whole day to sit here and write reviews out and play games and stuff all the time. Right. So um, one thing we'd like to do is just try and get some mini reviews out, which would essentially be a breakdown of the main points of a game and our opinions of it. So rather than writing out a whole like like big article about a game, like explaining all the intricate details and how the game controls, the storyline, what have you, mm-hmm. we literally like write up a, a few short paragraphs um, explaining like um, maybe explaining a little bit about the game. Then, like the main features, like the graphics, the sounds, how it plays, and the overall like score that would give it, and the it, the reviews would be quite short. They'd be really quick for you guys to read, so you could get a very quick imp- opinion of a game, and it'd be very quick for us to write up about stuff. Okay. And that way, it's one way for us to get lots of reviews out that you guys might be interested in reading. And also, we'd like to ask you guys to. Um, uh, if you've got a request for a review that you you might you've heard about a game and you're not sure about it, um, send a request and we can get a review written up as soon as possible. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Sounds like a good um, good little feature for the site. I'm excited for that. Um, <laughs> another thing I want want to um, ask you guys for is if we get some some uh, we're gonna open up the the nerdcast for like a, a mailbag. Um, so if you have any questions. Um, in regards to Sega, um, whether it be past games, um, upcoming titles, anything regarding Sega, uh, if you want to know about it, um, go ahead and uh, send us some questions, and you can do that on the uh, the Send Us Tips page. You can email us, PM us on the forums, like I said, or even um, comment in the uh, in this week's Nerdcast article. Um, so also in the in the forums there is actually a Nerdcast thread area where you yes. actually post up um, anything about the Nerdcast. Like if you've got questions or comments about it, you mm-hmm. can post them up there, and we can read out your comments or what have you on the on the uh, Nerdcast as well. Yes, and uh, yeah. please refrain from talking about anal sex because I know there's, <laughs> there's <laughs> there has been the one guy going around doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so <laughs> it, if it doesn't have anything, you know, as long as it doesn't have anything to do with anal sex, then we're we'll be happy to talk about it. As long as he's enjoying it, that's the main thing. Uh, yeah, that's kind of gross. Try not to spread it around too much. Yeah. That's the main thing. <laughs> All right, it's time to put this baby to bed. Um, yeah. it's, it's been up too long. Um, so, uh, you know, we're done this week, fellas. Uh, tune in next week for Sigurd Cast 5. I can't believe, you know, we're already almost at our fifth episode. Um, but, uh, like, a, you know, don't drink and drive, stay safe, and uh, yeah. don't bang your sister. So, have a nice week, fellas. Definitely not. All right, see you later. Hope you enjoyed it. See you later, guys.
never change and it's three years later It's like your life hasn't changed and it's